hate this situation, I'm dealing with it. You're acting like a first year fucking thief. I'm acting like a professional. We are Slob Cinema, presenting the world with the good, the bad, and the weird. All sorts of different movies that may inspire guilt, reluctance, or repulsion. This week, our movie was Omar's pick, Ninja Scroll. In this anime film, Dubay, a highly skilled ninja, is coerced into slaying his own clan of warriors. After begrudgingly killing his fellow swordsman, he becomes a roving hired assassin. During his travels... He must face off against organization of demonic ninjas known as the Devils of Kimon, who are plotting to take power of Japan's government. The Devils will stop at nothing and have the power to annihilate entire villages. Now, only Jubei and the Shogun spy named Dakuan can stop them. And this was released in 1993, I think? But it says here 1996 in the USA, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah then at the it end t- of the movie... It took him three it, years to dub it. Yeah, but at Got the it. end of the movie it said 1994. Well, that's probably the copyright. After the credits, yeah. The Japanese copyright. Let's just go in the middle and say August of 1995. <laughs> well, as uh, AJ said, this was my choice. Um, yeah, we were a little... I was... Eddie didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. I was a little thrown off by this pick. Mm-hmm. Caught off guard a little bit. Yeah. Mainly because I knew what was coming. Um, but it's a, it's a bold choice. So I'll give Omar that. I didn't really realize how bold it was until the rewatch. Because, yeah, I was unaware. I, I don't know. I just for, I had forgotten about some scenes <coughs> that we'll, we'll talk about. But... The animation was great, and the action, and I think that's what I remember about it the most, because I saw it when I was young, but it did have an effect on me, and uh, now I think it's had an effect on Eddie, <laughs> well, we can see, so, but the reason I, I really... Eddie's in a catatonic shock right now, he can't speak or see. He's gathering his words as a... <laughs> But I do love this movie, and that's why it's one of my choices. And then uh, I also... Was there a scroll? I don't really remember there being a scroll. I just remember a little thing that it was a little mini scroll that was the, the where the bird was traveling between all of them. But why was that the main name? I don't know. Yeah. I believe this story was told on a scroll, and this is an ancient story. <laughs> And after the credits, you guys didn't notice, but it's being told to a little boy. Oh, with see, a, with okay, a, with, a, with a po- oh. with a pocket watch. I actually believe that. I was like, did I turn away when he <laughs> no, when I mean, this happened? I mean, it's I mean, it's like the beginning of the fog where he's like, let me tell you boys a story. Yeah, that's a, but see if you set up a movie like that, then you're more forgiving because it is like a fantasy or a, a legend or a tale or a fable or uh yeah thank god this wasn't legend of the overfiend because then eddie would have just left tentacles yep see i think this is like pre-tentacles just said it because there were a lot of slithery things yeah around thighs and bodies now it's it's a weird thing because i just saw a de palma movie so naturally i'm like all his movies are kind of sexual and or they have like a slight sexual tone 
And I saw this at a young age, so I don't know if that had an effect. I don't really see a lot of movies that are like these, unless it's for slob cinema, I guess. All, all of the movies we've been watching have some sort of a theme or weird... Uh, Let's just say it, Omar. What, is, what do all these movies have? A lot of rape and assault. And <laughs> Most of the movies are AJ's picks. That's not true. Yeah, it's true. But a lot of the B movies just were like that. Yeah, especially if you got something Japanese or Asian influenced. Pretty much, uh, women are just there to uh, get assaulted in various ways. Yeah, which is interesting because she's pretty much a main character in this movie, and she's actually, to some extent, putting in some work on the well, planning end. Yeah, what's her name? Her name is Kigiru. Kigiru is conventional in that she gets assaulted by a rock monster um very disturbingly um a lot of nipple sucking but unconventional in that she doesn't actually get uh you know banged she's she can't have sex or else she'll kill the person she has sex with yeah and that takes a a big part in the movie later on yeah anyway let's uh let's uh start from the beginning here. yeah so this movie opens up uh we first see jubei walking across a type of bridge and three henchmen of some sort tried to attack him and because what they noted was that he stole a specific item from Shogun and he was to bring him back to a very poor village because he was only paid 20 gold to do this and through their conversation you kind of understand that 20 gold is almost nothing compared to what other people would pay for a certain job like this. Upwards of 100, 200, 300 I think the idea was that he stole 300 gold pieces for a poor village and and was paid only 20 of that to do it. that's all they could afford, yes. I think it showed his uh, nobility, I guess, Mm -hmm. because he was just like, well, it's a poor village, so I'm I'm not going to overcharge them or jip them of their... uh... In this... uh, I heard jip is a horrible term to say. Jip is a technically derogatory term because it's, it's, it's like... I just it's, learned about that the other It's day. like a derogatory term for a Romani person. Yeah, exactly. Like someone that'll s- scam you out of something or I make d- you pay for m- more than what it's worth. Someone told me that too, and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like it's podcast. it's literally <laughs> it's literally just part of the word like gypsy. gypsy. Oh, I get it. I get yeah. it. But yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, he didn't want to screw them out of. Yeah, yeah. he is a Omar pointed this out. He is a Ronin, which mm-hmm. means a masterless samurai in this world, during the Tokugawa period, which runs from sixteen oh three to eighteen sixty eight. That was Japan. the empire. Yeah. Okay. The there were a lot of Ronin at that time. Uh, it depends. It's essentially a soldier that ha- doesn't have like a war to fight, so they go around or is it just a warrior with no it's a it's a warrior whose master has died uh, or, or expelled them okay that's crazy to think that like at some point this was actually happening obviously not to this extent but not like rock monsters yeah, no. living and breathing <laughs> but they're but... actually swordsmen just roaming yeah. mm-hmm. in japan which is a nice influence if you think about it well and samurai was a class like in japan and so it's like, I've read some crazy shit, like, technically, if a samurai wanted, he could go into a village and, like, just cut off some peasant's head, and that would be fine, because, like, they're a lower class than them. Yeah. I think, I, 
That's always interesting how, like... Which points out this guy's honor, because instead of being like, oh, I'm just going to steal everything that I want because I can, he's like, I'll help some fools out. Yeah, he's using it for good, all the skills and all the training and and, and everything. I, you know, like uh, Sanjuro, right? And Yojimbo. Mm-hmm. Same same good well, character well, in the movie, different movies, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and Yojimbo literally translates to bodyguard. Yeah, see? Yeah. And they're always, like, clever and uh, kind of uh, witty, but they don't care about, like, the um, surface-level things. Or they're just like, whatever, I'm, I'm moving on. That's how Jubei was in this. They're very practical. Yep, yep. And in these three uh, henchmen of types, they try to ambush uh, Jubei. He quickly deals with two of them. And the third one, I was... Interesting, because he chops the guy's body in half, and he jumps out like it was like a little mech suit. Yeah, yeah made like of wood. He, yeah. yeah, like he was a men in black alien, like inside of a Yeah, yeah a mini look, guy inside like of a... a smaller dude, yeah. That was interesting to me, but then he just deals with him real quick, too. Under rules. Well, he sliced up his, uh, his little gun he had, his little musket gun. Or whatever that Did the is. one guy have an Iron Man blast no, out of his in, palm, or was in, it that a gun, or was that was a gun inside gun. his arm? It was in his, the suit. The gun oh, was where yeah. his arm was because yeah. when he jumped out, he was holding the gun in the same position ah, that gotcha. would have been. So that was kind of cool. And then uh, after this, we're showing flashes of a dead village of uh, dead bodies all around, and then these two men just working on a house, and this is I would say a zombified woman. Being controlled by one of the purple, purple guy. I don't remember his name. Uh, but he was one of the eight devils of Timon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I called him Ivan Ooze. Yeah, he was he was zombifying this woman to some extent. To he was like possessing her dead corpse to tell right. her tell these guys a message mm-hmm. that an epidemic was coming and that everyone was dead. Mm-hmm. So then we jump cut to the next village where this message has been relayed. And a bunch of samurai are in a room trying to figure out how they can stop this epidemic from going to their uh, village. Now, I know for sure there were ninjas, but is that the same as samurai or that's different? Because Different. Because they were definitely ninjas. No, um, these guys were... These guys, I believe, were samurai. The guys in the temple with all the... Because they all had top knots. It, yeah, it gets a little confusing because in other shows, like ninjas were kind of depicted in their style, like the the ninja star. They had the ninja stars. They yeah. were throwing the ninja stars. Yeah, yeah the so. way they were moving through the trees. Yeah, jumping. I would say they were ninjas. Ninja like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then they, they didn't the wear swords. the gear. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was easily like combined to some extent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're they're meeting up because the the message. They're, they're gonna through. go see what's up. The plague, and they gotta go check up on the. Well, they say epidemic, right? Yeah. You said, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. In this very sexist meeting of all men. Yeah. We then meet our second main character, Kigiru, who is to them just a poison tester because we later figure out her body is poisonous, so she is able to determine poison levels and kind of test she, it she's out. She's immune for their to poison. Yeah. Immune, yeah. So I mean, her and she's willing. She's willing to fight. She wants to go out into the battlefield. She, she doesn't want to do her s- typical job anymore. Yeah, she cuts off her hair, which doesn't come back into play at all. 
Yeah, she makes the statement. She cuts off her, her ponytail and just kind of throws it on the ground. And everyone's like, oh. Huh? Hmm? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> no no reaction. No, And me and AJ just said, it was like, that never comes back in the movie or why. Or I took it as the Mulan effect of maybe at this time. I am a man now. Women were not allowed to be on the battlefield, so maybe... Well, her hair is still long later on in the movie, but maybe it was just like a symbolism of I'm cutting this long hair off so I can look more man. I don't know. That was well, a bad take. I know <laughs> for sure part. one of the, the, the main guys for a while, he, well, the, the guy who was talking to the crowd of ninjas or samurai or whatever, he was like, he says he makes a comment about her hair afterwards, right? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. You say, like, oh, she looks more attractive now. She's quite sexy, you know. Yeah, yeah, something like that. The weird dub. Yeah. Which one? This was a good dub. There's yeah. a lot of bad, corny ones out there, but this was a good one. Yeah, I didn't find anything wrong. Nothing was, like, cheesy or mm-hmm. overly done, just bad in general. True. That one could have been really bad. Yeah. Yeah, the... Like, he was borderline. Like, he was getting to a point where it was, like, really stereotypical, like, old Asian. Yeah, yeah. You bad. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Mine, mine, mine. That's Yoda. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Yeah, he was, he was pretty much Yoda, which is more of an asshole. Too old for the training. Now I'm going to imagine Yoda with that, that uh He kind of is hat Yoda-like. That yeah. he was, uh, the... He had a cool hat. They all had cool hats. Yep. Uh, from here, we then jump into all of the ninjas, swordsmen, samurai, ronin. Not well, they can't be ronin. We know that right. for a fact. Samurai ninjas are all in this forest. Uh, I, I don't know. Are they going to the village that had the yep. epidemic? Yep. Yeah, they're just traveling. Yeah, through the woods uh, to the village, but then they they end and up. And then all of a sudden, we see the swinging, shining whooping tool of omar's nightmares boomerang blade it was it was insane i mean the sound of it where it was just like spinning and cutting through the trees and it ends cutting up through the humans coming, cutting. <laughs> yeah so like the ninjas who they were just scouting out i guess they yeah. just got ambushed horribly oh, by yeah. this thing all of a sudden there's people cut in half and there's the standard like anime like huh Everyone's hmm. freaked out. Hmm. Uh, great shot hmm. as you see the, the half of the people falling and one of the guy's uh, head falls and then the, the blood just drips oh, on him. From yeah. the, that's a good shot. Blood but, all over the grass. And so this is our first bad guy, one of the devils of Kimon. I, you yeah. said Timon and I kept I keep <laughs> thinking. Timon and Pumbaa. That's what I keep thinking of, you know. Akuna Matata. So if, if one of us say Timon, the devils of Timon, just someone say Hakuna Matata every time. They're just, they're just, we'll a, just, they're just the a, devils. They're just a gang of warthogs. Wait, <laughs> I thought Pumbo was the. Oh, warthog. fuck. Yeah, they're muskrats. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. So Box so joke. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh. So they're all just little shit talkers. That's <sighs> okay. Yeah. So here we get full face. Told you we should have watched that live action Lion King instead. Yeah. Would have gotten my shit straight. Rockman just obliterates every single soldier they have, mm-hmm. except for who is the head guy? Uh, I, I don't know. But there's Tamagotchi. There's pretty much the only two main characters here: are Kigeru and the, her male counterpart, who is obviously the leader of this. Uh, this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to call them. Army? Army. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, clan. yeah, they were like a group. They were clan. just, yeah, like a clan of yeah. ninjas. There's a sweet part where the rock man, like, tears off one of the dude's heads and is just, like, drinking it like tomato soup. Well, yeah, it was the guy's arms. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, tore, yeah, he yeah, tore his arms guy. off. Oh, yeah, yeah, the arms. So this whole scene, I mean, along with the, there's some horror elements in the movie. Yeah. Because uh, even when we're introduced to the, uh, earlier in the movie, plague, the, the plagued, epidemic-stricken town, um, it's set up with the crows flying around and all the dead bodies and zombie-like woman uh, talking about the impending doom. And then this scene where you're in the woods and this guy's got this un- unstoppable, <laughs> you know, machine-like weapon. And then he just goes, how did this get so weird so fast? Yeah, and that was, I, I love that. Because it's like, it's a little bit like violent or whatever, like there's some sword fights, it but like, like eight minutes there's almost. not supernatural rock men up until that point. I know, and this was, uh, but once you think of like devils, and you think of like something supernatural, so this was like a supernatural ninja. Mm-hmm. Just like cutting down through this clan, and he does. Then he takes one of the main guys of the, and he grabs him by the arms, rips him off, like AJ said, and just like starts drinking the blood from the, from the arms. So this is a this was all set up. Imagine, I mean, I I'm gonna keep mentioning. I saw it as a kid, so it's just like, it was like holy crap. Like it did do something to me. Where I've seen it now, I'm like, awesome, yeah. You know, yeah. I love the reactions from you guys. So then he kidnaps the ninja girl. Kiguru. Yeah. Kiguru. Because she actually tried to attack him. Yeah. You know, she, she came, she does a, f- a few ambush, little side, little attacks. But she tried to hit him and then he just deflected she, it like, right away. She like goes against this rock monster with like a little pen sword. Yeah, it is. It's like a little dagger. Like uh, his we- his weapon. I don't know. It just reminded me of Thanos for some reason. Just cause. Of, oh, the Endgame. Yeah, we Endgame. just got Endgame fever, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. To us, she is Kiguru. To everyone else in the movie, ninja she is girl. Ninja girl. Yep. Which is slightly embarrassing. Which is yeah. <laughs> Sometimes ninja woman. Yeah, so then Rockman takes Kigiru to his place. To his dojo. And bad things start to occur. Nipple sucking and uh, rock monster fondling. He is not rock monster anymore. He is back to he's, his human he's, state. He's smoothed. He's on soft. Yeah. He's flaccid skinned. Well, yeah. yeah, sure. I like that. Flaccid skinned. And then... During this awkward scene, we get a little comedic relief from <laughs> Jubei. Because Jubei's just right there, sitting down. Yeah, he's just watching, and then the he's rock like, monster you, he's, tells him to leave. Yeah, he's like, do you know the way to Edo? I don't know where I'm going. And, like, the rock monster's like, um, I'm raping this girl right now. Can you, like, leave? Do you mind? Yeah. But then what, and then there's some comedy in this also, because... Well, yeah. And uh, I guess it's just to alleviate the rape scene, but uh, it just, the, the, the cut from when he tells him to get lost, and then Jubei is closer, yeah. crouching over, and he's just like, really, oh, this and that, you know, just uh, kind of being, uh, I don't know, uh, did you say Chevy Chase, or he yeah, sounded he like... Yeah, sounded a little bit like Chevy Chase. The rock it, man? No, Jubei. Jubei. Oh, okay. But he did kind of have that like nonchalant humor, kind of very dry. But it was it was Sounded cool. Like he was from fucking Indiana or something. Just like, do you know the way, the road, to blah blah blah. But the, so the bad guy, he's just kind of starting to get a little angry. So he starts uh, 
his skin gets uh, it starts getting a we little hot. Later, that uh, this this rock monster's um, lust leads to his downfall. Essentially, he does, he does get stabbed in the eye by Jubei first. Oh, mm-hmm. which leads to a quick little chase scene until one of uh, the other devils stops the rock man at his place and says it's not worth it at this time. You know, but before that, I mean, going back because we did uh, we did forget about the the eye part. But then that is Jubei just kind of played with him too, cause he turns rock hard, and then he, then Jubei is like, uh, not well, all of you can be hard. Yeah, huh? and then that's yeah. when he's quick and just kind of whoop, like kind of throws it at him, throws almost a like throws pin at him. Yeah, and then fucks him up in the eye, which really makes him angry. And then he, the he, does he punch him through the wall or something? Or no, that's that's later. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So then, when Jubei and Kiguru make their escape, that's when we get our first hint of Dekuan. He's hiding in one of the trees, just stroking his beard, watching as things occur. Observing, yeah. Uh... Mm-hmm. So from here, Kiguru goes back to her village and goes to speak to the leader about what she's witnessed. Ooh. And the leader's just in the middle of a, a little uh, coitus. With a, Dude, excellent word yes, choice. With a, with a, with a geisha who yeah, is geisha who is it. fucking loving it, uh, because she has to. Because yeah, she's if, hamming it up. Yeah, if she doesn't, he'll kill her. But he's just like, "What news do you bring me?" Fump, 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 fump. Oh, that is interesting. Hmm. Send my armies to the what? You know. <laughs> he's wasting no time. Yeah, he's he's got the stamina of it. Something unbelievable, because he just talks like, he's just like, I'm all business, but also banging this broad. That's a lot of concentration, too, yeah. involved there. And then the noises aren't really helping Kiguru no. from her... Kiguru's like, what the ...incident fuck? that just happened. Yeah, she gets a little teary-eyed, and because I was laughing, but then I was like, oh, shit. You know, that was a legit moment where you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Sorry, girl. Sorry, our bad. We're laughing. But, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, she just almost got raped in the in the... Scene and saw right her before. pseudo romantic interest get his arms ripped off. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was for a second, yeah, because he there was like that. a little bit of something between them. Obviously, we need to remember that guy's name. Sorry, we forgot, but that guy was—you thought he was gonna be something, and it's like, oh shit, his arms! Oh my god, he's drinking his blood. Yeah. Oh, he's well, dead. He does come back. Yeah, he comes back three like uh, an hour later. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> So then, from here, we just have Jubei walking down the street by himself, and he just gets punched through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> he gets pulled. He gets punched. He gets pulled into the hole, and then I think he gets another punch. Yeah. <laughs> flying him into the back wall. He's the rock monster's like I could use a door, but I don't want to. That was cool because immediately he didn't listen to the. The other guy who was telling him, and now that guy, what was his name? We we forgot too, cause he we need to remember him too, cause he had the strings. He was he seemed to be the ringleader under Gamma. Right under, like the number two. Yeah. Um. Oh, here you go. Uh, Yurimaru. Yurimaru. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's he, gonna be. I'll I'll keep it open. It's on the very phone. heavily implied and even outright say, stated that this uh, second in command has the hots for Gamma. His uh, sister, the number three in rank, uh, tries to get him to get all hot and heavy, and he says, no, I don't like that. And yeah. she goes, eh, well, 
Gamma sleeps with men and women, so I will go sleep with him and you'll be jealous. She's like sticking it to him when she gets a little salty about it. But so Yuri Maro, he's he's the guy with the strings. And actually, when they ambushed the ninjas earlier, he he choked one of them and electrocuted him. So yeah, it's both a lightning rod string and a telephone wire. Oh hell yeah! Can we say he's the man pulling the strings? Oh, I would say affirmative. <laughs> Good. He's Good the he's the Jim Henson of this anime. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, yeah. So from here uh, we have the the official battle between the Rock Man and uh, Jubei, and they're both kind of just going blow for blow for a bit. But then we kind of see Rock Man is weakening from. Jubei's his, his rocks are crumbling yeah, off. At this point, we're just assuming Jubei's just a straight badass, and he knows all the weak points to this monster, and he's mm-hmm. just fucking him up. Mm-hmm. But later on, we, f- we find out that is not the correct We answer. find out that rock monster's assault of uh, Ninja Girl. <laughs> I love when, when, uh, when a good guy, too, when he's fighting the, the bad guy, he's still kind of like quipping. Like Spider-Man or yep. like, you know, Deadpool. He's like, oh, what is wrong with you? <laughs> dickish, but that cool, the cool dick. The guy you want. Cool dick. Cool dick. And the way Rock Monster finally bites the dust is uh, he gets a straight up Jason in Friday the 13th Part 4, the final chapter, where uh, his own uh, guillotine blade swinging weapon just... Hits him straight in the skull, and he slowly falls down the blade, slicing his head open. I heard they actually brought in Tom Savini to do this. <laughs> he actually was. He drawing. did the animation. Yeah. yeah. Well, you want me to do what? Draw? What? Then, then when Jason came up, he was like, "Yeah, so I can finally transfer my anime to the mo- oh wait, fuck that." <laughs> Jason came out like third twelve years before this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I would he was like, I'm going to do the same trick. No one will notice. Yeah. My favorite part about the rock monsters, even though he had the blade like a foot deep into his skull, he still had the chance to even like use his neck and head to stab, to, to attempt to stab Jubei. Yeah, he still time. went for it. Yeah. yeah. He was trying to go out with him or without him. He wasn't trying to die alone. Nope. But then from here, this is where we officially meet. Dekuan, and he is telling Jubei about the eight devils, and uh, <coughs> Jubei's sorry. taking a yeah. taking a hot sauna bath, mm-hmm. and uh, this old guy kind of Kikoman or whatever his name is comes up and uh, is like, "There are eight demons. You have killed but one. They are on a mission to d- to find the gold and rule the empire." And uh, Jubei is kind of like, eh, "Who gives a shit?" And then. Another demon lord shows up. A snake lady. After she runs across his rock man's dead body, which has somehow has Jubei's face implanted into the dust of his Of dead his body? dead hand. Yeah. yeah, we didn't understand that. That was like an artistic choice, I suppose. But yeah. I didn't get it. Nope. But maybe, I don't know, vengeance. That guy wanted his vengeance so bad. Like, yeah. he wanted Jubei. But so bad that his face was, I don't know. He crumbled up the... I, I assume at some point he grabbed Jubei's face with his hand or something. So hard. So, yeah. I mean, that scene did show how much of a beating Jubei could take because he was on Rocky status 
Yeah. And he was getting yeah. beat up, man. But yeah. he can take it, and then he withholds it, and then he when he gets was, a move, he makes it. It was like watching Drago kill Apollo. No. Rest in peace. R.I.P. So then from here... I didn't see that one yet. What? That's okay. That's, that's, it's not as good as Rocky V uh, with Tommy Guns. Uh, to Tommy sing. Guns, that sounds like an awesome boxer. <laughs> he, he, he had AIDS. Uh, so, <laughs> so while Dubay is chilling in his bath, he sees a woman on the other side of the watering hole. Covered in snake tattoos. Yeah, snake tattoos that he slowly realizes they're coming to life. It's quite scary. Oh. Benizato oh. is her name. Benizato. Yeah. Mm. I like this scene because when her tattoos started moving, but his sword came out of the corner of the screen almost like it could have been his erection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, That's what you imagined. Uh, but what I... Thought was funny too, cause he kind of had that look to him where he was like horrified, and it's just like, man, I'm just trying to recover. He was just like, I got a weird boner right now. Just trying to recover, man. So when Jubei draws his sword, uh, cuts off, cuts a bunch of snakes up that are attacking him, and then a ninja star is thrown at his shoulder and at the snake woman. So the snake woman leaves at some point, but her body he, is still there. Jubei, Jubei grabs a hold of her. Yeah. And then it like turns into like just a floppy thing, mm-hmm. and he's like, "She she shed her skin like a snake. She escaped." Mm-hmm. And she uh, that skin was left on a com- in a compromising position on that rock, and I was just mm-hmm. like, "Jesus Christ, everything is so uh, sexual in this." Yeah, um, fucking what's his name from Silence of the Lambs would have been real jealous to get a hold of that. Yeah, because it was like she gripped her portion. <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> yeah, dude, he did that. Wild Wild West, hello. Yeah. <laughs> or he was in a. I think he was in White Collar. Good movies? Uh, Good movies. Ted Levine. Uh, what the fuck else was he in? I don't know. He's been in a ton yeah, of stuff. Anytime you need, like, a gruff dude with a mustache, it's like Ted Levine. Does he talk like that, or is that just his character? No, you like really talk like that. Right? Oh God! Was <laughs> a big frat person? <laughs> Jesus. Um, so then from here, have you Jube- seen Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, yeah. So from here, uh, Jubei pulls the ninja star off his shoulder, and this is where the old guy Dequan cont- is going to blackmail him. Yeah, K- Kikoman says uh, that ninja star. Not I- blackmail, sorry. <laughs> Tricks him, definitely. Yeah. He's like, that ninja star I put in you, it had poison. And if you don't do what I say, I won't give you the antidote. And in a day, you'll die. Okay, so this is kind of weird. Because he says, I'll give you the antidote. And we learn later that the antidote is to have sex. So was that old man <laughs> saying that he was going to have sex with Jubei? Oh, Jubei. <laughs> oh, Jubei, you're so young and virile. Because the woman at that point isn't involved at all in I, the old man's plan. I, but I like the whole idea that he's like Yoda and he kind of like un- knows what's going to oh, happen. Oh, yeah. Like, That's he has point. this prophecy. He knows. He does say something about how, I knew how it was all going to end. <laughs> Maybe he wanted to be a match- Yoda. matchmaker. <laughs> Yeah, 
so <laughs> yeah, yeah, easily. Cause oh well, he saw them when he ran away from the mm-hmm. rock monster. He yep. saw them together, so oh, he yeah. he has <laughs> an idea of who she is, and he's this old guy who probably has so much knowledge and information. Whatever. Yeah, so he's like Kikoban's like, if you kill me, you don't get the antidote. Ba ba ba, come with me. The guy's like, oh fuck. Come you with get- me if you want to leave. You got me by the short hairs. Guess I gotta come with you. Yeah, so I take a little boat journey. Funny little scheme, man, because he's just like, uh, I really need your help. Uh, screw you, you know, Jubei's <laughs> like, whatever. And he's like, oh, well, I poisoned you anyway, so you like, better do like, it. Like, why didn't he just skip the nice guy act and just say, just right away. I poisoned you, do what I say. He poisoned him already, right? It was just like... Cause if he didn't have to tell him to poison him, like, if he did the nice guy act, he would just have a Kigiru have sex with him while he's in his sleep, so then he'll never know. Yep. Mm. That might have been... Uh, I'm getting a real, uh, River Styx vibe from this next scene. It's like through these dead trees and mist and, oh, you know, he's trying to... Can I go back to the water mm. hole for a second? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jubei pulled... Jubei, like, tried to be slick and stabbed the old... Stabbed Dekuan with his own ninja star... But then Dekuan's like, ha ha ha, you idiot, I threw that star away. It's very like, it's just like, you fool, I threw that star away, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, ha ha, dumbass. And Jubei's just like, oh shit, okay, well, fuck. It was <laughs> one step go. ahead the whole time. Plus, like, his ju- yeah. that whole plan for Jubei's like, ha ha, you're poisoned now too? Yeah, it's hmm? not, he knows Ando, he knows he's gonna get laid later on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Then... Uh, during the boat journey, that's where Dequan's actually explaining and telling him that Gamma is still alive. Right. Because at some point in the past, Dick, uh, Jubei was 100% sure he killed Gamma. He was part of Gamma's, like, ninja clan, and then their master told them to kill Jubei for some undisclosed reason. And he's like, the master's word is law. Try to kill Jubei. And Jubei kills everyone else. Of the yeah, ninjas. His own, yeah. That's his what own his guys. flashback is. At least. Yeah, he killed him. Yeah. And That's then, why uh, he's saying when the old guy says Gamma, he's like, "What? I cut Gamma's head off." Yeah, and that was that was a pretty sweet scene. Thunderstorms and horses and. Yeah, yeah. which was uh, pretty amazing how uh, Gamma's neck was so fucking large. Yep. <laughs> he was still straight up giraffe. <laughs> that guy was gargles peanut butter, man. <laughs> Wait, cause he's the one the flashback got his head chopped yeah, off. Yeah, he got cut so, off and just a so, fountain of blood just. So in his defense, he made his neck longer. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Try it now. Asshole. He had to work on it, like oh, you know that thing you strap on your head. It's and it's like, just like it's like uh, ups. it's in that it's like that part in the thing where the guy that's on the table his his head stretches off and yeah, his head becomes right his off. head becomes a crab monster. <laughs> Yeah. That movie was just crazy. too awesome. Oh, hell yeah. Um, so, so they, yeah. What's that? Oh, they finally get to where they're going. They didn't really... I, uh, I don't know exactly. They said he kept calling it hell or something. They're going to hell. Uh, I think he was saying Gamma is in hell. Yeah, so then when they he land... He did say that after he killed yeah. them. Because then when he lands, or not lands, when they go up to shore... The old man mentions that, ooh, the heavens made this fog for us, which also doesn't really make sense. Yeah, and then the old man proceeds to fall down a cliff. Yeah. Because of the fog. <laughs> because of the fog. God damn this fog. 
<laughs> so then this is where they're split up, and then actually two of the devils attack each one of them. Uh, the purple man tries to make a move on the grand. Um, I keep wanting to say grandpa, but Dekuan. <laughs> <laughs> and Dekuan gets away slightly. He's like, how did he avoid the claw of Ichubichi Makara? Yeah, he did. Like, this guy's pretty cool. He was all in the shadows, and uh, he had. Uh, it was like a mechanical he was claw. Like, and Shijima. Shijima. Shijima? Was his name. Yeah. yeah. He was literally like the, the purple guys in Power Rangers the movie, where they're like a puddle and then they would come out of the yeah. puddle then they'd go back into the puddle like, yeah except, yeah and this one he just did it yeah in shadow the, yeah from like seeing these movements from Dekuan could we assume like he's decently strong if he tried he could probably yeah he probably could have ended this whole movie if he wanted to in like two seconds yeah but, I like, like to imagine he's secretly stronger than Jubei and all these other people he's just yeah. lazy well yeah he's like he's like the puppet Yoda in the yeah in the you know mm-hmm original trilogy he's like he doesn't do much but you get this feeling like oh fuck yeah like he's capable of like a high power yeah. uh reminded me a lot of um mm, shit i forgot i was gonna say it and i'm oh, god damn it <laughs> that's okay Omar. danny you devito <laughs> <laughs> Who were you gonna say? <laughs> no, I had it in my mind and I don't remember. Joe, Joe Pesci. <laughs> no, not like an actor. It was like another. What am I, clown? I amuse you. Just another character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright. You'll, you'll remember you'll it. You'll remember before, it. Just shout it out if end, you remember it. Please. Yeah. So then, now that Jubei is separate, he walks past this, uh, this, like, some type of religious house. For months, possibly. Hmm. And he hears this old lady with the most generic old lady voice in history. <laughs> yeah, she's like making a prayer to the gods or something oh, like that. Hello, yeah. my, I'm an old lady. Like Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler probably did this voice. Yeah. So, but Jubei isn't fooled. He, he, like, slices the old woman in half right away. Yeah. And looks up into the ceiling to see a giant face made of snakes, and it's just over for him right now. Yeah, she was a maid of snakes. Uh, that's freaky stuff, man. That was uh, the, the snake lady still messing with him. She, she terrorized him for a while. Yeah, then. she's all uh, naked, and she's got a pool of snakes that's running him, and he's, she's like, who is in your journey with you? And he's like, we have an army, more than each of these snakes combined. And she's like, haha, you're a liar. And he's like, okay, you're right, it's just me and the old man. <laughs> no, he says it's three of us. Oh, and she's and she's right behind you. And the, uh... Kigiru. Kigiru. to her throat. And she's like, call off the snakes. <laughs> and, uh, at this point, um... A viper crawls out from um, the snake lady's nether regions and bites Kiguru uh, on the thigh. And um, really disgusting. I swear when the snake came out of her body, it left like a green ooze on her leg. Yeah. But Like she was filled with snakes. Yeah. So then, um, I'm sorry, Omar. What's the name of the string guy? Oh, uh, Yoshimatu. No, it starts with the Y. Yurimaru. Close. Close, AJ. Yurimaru. He, she already failed killing, 
uh, Jubei in the water hole. Once. So he's done with her. He just offed her with the Yeah, with and Jubei string. doesn't really know what's going on, but like all of a sudden she gets shocked, and you see the strings around her neck, and he's like, I put that string around your neck earlier. <laughs> she didn't even notice, and neither did you, viewers. Ha, ha, ha. No, uh, and then I had to, I guess that's one where you have to forgive, because you're like, how in the fuck? Did that how string... is a string that long? And yeah. how does it go through doors? And it communicate with people? <laughs> yeah, it's a t- it's an interdimensional. You just put, put the string in your mouth and you talk like a robot to so someone some across the country. Some people know where the string is and some people don't. Yeah. People just stepping over here like, oh, sorry, excuse me. Excuse <laughs> me. It's literally the old can with a string attached to another can trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we kind of figure out Kigeru came back because. At the point in the beginning of the movie where Jubei saved her life, she is going to fulfill this debt that she has for Jubei. So that's why she's came back to come basically follow them and make sure Jubei is not killed himself. So this is why she joins the team. I'd be pretty dedicated to someone who saved me from the rape of a rock monster. That's true. And I mean, these are like the, the most feared... Where there's only eight of them, so it's only the devils... So everyone's so freaked out that when you see one guy defeat him. But then you you also had something to do with it somehow. You know yeah, because then at this point we basically learn that she is the reason the rock monster died. Because due to any intercourse or kissing or touch, kind of basically general touching of her body, it releases an inner poison yeah. in her body. She says, no man can you. touch me. Yeah. Uh, and that's also... Um, Damn, I'm bl- I blanked twice. But no, that's uh, Kagiru. Okay, mm-hmm. never mind, go ahead. So from here they go to the next town, try and get closer to Gamma. Is this the one dead horse town? Yes, this is the one dead horse town, which mm. they show one dead horse, and later this, I Omar heard, points I, out that they also say there's one dead horse. I heard this horse had no name, and it came through the desert. And that was, that was like their trick, their literal trick, where it was just like... America? You guys don't know that song? I walked yeah, through yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, Michael Jackson did a cover of it. <laughs> no, that was Beat It. No. Wait, are you for real? That On did his a cover? post-death album, yeah, there's a cover of that song. Really? Yeah. I don't have to give that a I'll listen. I'll play it on the song. All right. On the car but from here, this is where. <laughs> I mean, you could. I mean, I'll fall for it because yeah. it's like if you when you guys start talking about basketball guys, and I'm just like, yeah, sure, that's a name. Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, that I know is definitely an actor. Yeah. So be then from here we get wasps, wasps everywhere. More <laughs> henchmen. Another uh, henchman. Eddie, Eddie said it was a million Jerry Seinfelds, which, which which once we learned it, they were wasps, not bees. He immediately recalled. He took that back. But wasn't it wasp movie? Yes. Hmm? Yes. His the whole point was him to just sting people. Yeah, he's and like, I'm an I'm an ordinary fuck. What's the deal? With me stinging all these people. <laughs> so many impressions. <laughs> so then, so then we figure out that. Hunchback alert. Oh. Hunchback alert. This That's guy, two weeks in a row. Two like, weeks in a row. This, this so, guy literally made me like... like this, this is definitely our thing, though. Each movie has some type of connection to the next one. To the movie. previous one, whether it, it be rape or a hunchback. You guys listen to Tough Ones? No way you thought this would connect to Ninja Scroll. But guess what? There's a fucking hunchback. hunchback. 
And <laughs> Quasimodo. And Jubei, because he's so awesome, he finds where the hunchback's kind of hiding on this little shack. And he rips at the hunchback, just just exactly what Omar wanted to do in Tough Ones. Just kind of get in there, open, pop it or Pop something. that hunchback open. <laughs> but and, we find out oh. it's just a wasp nest. Oh. It's just filled wasps and everything. So there's even more at this point. And Kigura's kind of left by herself, and she's using a poison to kind of distract the wasps. She's using, from like, uh, flower petals from her sleeves. Yep. Bastard and she's not poison. dead from the, the wasp poison because she's immune. Oh, yeah. No, but at this point, she's not because she got bit by the snake. She's not mm-hmm. dead from that. She survived yeah. that. Yeah. Well, then I'll, she also survives the deadly wasp venom. Yeah, so she's surviving all these things that, I mean. Are uh, poison or venom uh, connected? Yeah. So and that that'd, which is pretty good. That'd be pretty. Actually, I wouldn't throw it too far away from this movie for a venom-like slime monster to show up. Does it? Maybe in the director's cut. <laughs> so, so sadly for this devil, we're losers, Eddie. <laughs> sorry. Sadly for this devil, he picked the area that it was filled with water, which obviously was. Bees, hornets cannot go in because they cannot swim. They die. They'll drown. So Jubei is smart enough to hide under the water. This devil's too stupid to realize Jubei's right under him. If only someone had a can of Coke, they could have drawn all the wasps to that can of Coke. Hmm. Maybe they would all fit in one. In one can. (laughs) What what. was this time period you said with the samurai? Tokugawa. Tokugawa was the Coca-Cola invented <laughs> in the Tokugawa era. Yeah. Had cocaine in it. Yep. Uh, so then Jubei kind of just hides under the water, looks for his attack, and just slices the devil's leg off. And Yeah. He's kind of falling, and Jubei just ends him quickly. Yeah, he's got some sort of, like, throat needle that he tries to fire at him. Yeah. It, combat-wise, he was not... Cool. He was just really he, gross. Yeah, he just had the wasps. He didn't yeah, really... the creepiness level was there. He had the deformed little face. Actually, it's pronounced Igor. No? Frankenstein? Mm. It's pronounced Frankenstein. Yeah. But um, yeah, after and, uh, two times he showed how smart he was, Jubei too, because mm. the first time when the when the wasps were chasing him, he like cut like a rice thing above yeah. him and then all yeah. the rice fell. And I was kind of like, who thought of that? You know, to write that or even in a screenplay. How would they write that, AJ? I, like the uh, action like, of... Well, I actually, I actually have seen that in another live act. It was actually in Yojimbo. I don't uh-huh. know if you've seen that movie. I did, I don't remember. But there's a scene where they're in like a place that houses the rice and he like a bunch of bad guys attack him and he will just like slices the sacks from above oh, and, and a fall. bunch of rice falls down right, the bed. Okay. Yeah. I thought he was gonna when he was in the water, I thought he was gonna do like the stereotypical like he's got a little reed that he's breathing through that goes to the top of the water. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But he didn't do that. <laughs> so then from here they're done with this guy and they kinda go off to try to find a better view of the land figure where they are and this is where that man whose arms were ripped off earlier has come back as zombified and he's kind of just roaming towards yeah, the Yeah, it kind of, of annoyed me that a uh, ninja girl is like, oh, what are you doing? Like, oh, it's so good to see you. Like, his arms are fucking gone. 
Yeah, I think she just didn't expect him to be like walking up on that cliff, just like. And then for some reason, he's actually uh, an armed explosive, and yeah. his mouth is sewn up, and his eyes are gone. He's an explosive from the female, the sister. Yeah, what was her name? Look up Zakuro. That. Oh, damn! All right. She used like uh, gunpowder and like she like. Yeah, shot I guess it her, I guess her specialty was having bombs. She did that a couple times. Yeah. She had a rat bomb later. Igniting, igniting things. Which she had like feather shoulder pads. I thought it was gonna be some sort of like bird power that she had, but that didn't really come up. I liked her look. I really liked her look. She kind of had like a scar on her face too. Which is, I don't know if that was like the, because when the rat bomb came through, it kind of had that same little scar, which that was like, I don't know if yeah. that's like her call sign or whatever, but. Here's where a lot of cool ninja scene. well, she does a really cool ninja scene, like Omar throughout the movie was talking about how much he liked how like, the ninjas could just like, go up in the air without making a sound, and like there's this part where, what's her name? I already forgot. Z- oh. Zakuro? Zakuro. The like, bad one? Yeah. Like, her head comes Zakuro. down from the top of frame. She's like, ha, 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 ha. And then her head goes just, like, straight up again. Like, where was she levitating from? Yeah, it was like, well, they were in, like, the bushes. Like Mary Poppins like, shit. Yeah, they were, like, in the bushes and she, like, hung down. It was kind of comedic in the yep. sense, yeah. Yeah, so from here, they after the explosion, they're knocked off the cliff and Jubei... Saves them by lodging his sword in between two branches, and he's able to catch them from falling. And during pulling up, uh, then once they get to the top cliff, they meet, uh, I believe his name is Jutsu Mushmuri. Yeah, <laughs> the blind, he's the blind devil. Yep, he's the blind demon. Jutsu for sure, I believe. I don't know about the last name. Probably. The blind guy? Wow. Yeah, he was one of my favorites. So then... They're actually, like, doing some legit combat between him and Jubei, and they're going through... The bamboo forest. Mm-hmm. And they're they're going through bamboo forest because uh, the blind devil states that he thinks... Jubei thinks that would be an advantage for him. But he's like, Jubei your eyes are a weakness. I can hear more than you could ever. Mm-hmm. Some... And then... They... They battled out of... Uh, uh, Kigeru consistently gets in the way at points. She attacked from the side again. She just yeah. came out of nowhere. With her little envelope opener. Yeah, which helps to some extent. True. Luckily. It's usually a distraction or just like it gets the bad just guys gets, in the It just gives Jubei a little bit of time. Yeah. Jubei is able to stab upwards into his heart, I'd assume, the location. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was. I thought it was a sweet little clever thing. Because then also the blind guy was using the reflection on the sword and to blind. Well, there's a there's a sword stuck through a piece of bamboo that blocks the blind guy's hit because he thinks that that's where Jubei's sword is. And that's how Jubei. And that's how Jubei with his sword ju- jousts upwards into his chest. Yep, that was a nice a nice little trick there. Yeah. So after the blind swordsman dead. Uh, Jubei and Kiguru have a little conversation. Kiguru tells him the reason that men cannot have sex with her. And Jubei kind of calls his, her bluff and tries to make a move, but she quickly backs off. Mm-hmm. Which was like, I, don't, I thought it was funny, because he's just like, I don't think he was actually making a move. I just think he was just kind of did it to fuck with her. He was just pushing of. her buttons. Yeah, yeah. 
I love him. He's he's a great character. Yeah. So from here we then have the purple devil returning, and he kind of makes a bunch of shadow clones and. Jubei takes one slice and actually gets one of his legs while he hops off. He hops away on one leg. And then, while Jubei goes to follow him, uh, Kiguru and Dekuan kind of have a conversation. And she kind of gives him an ultimatum of that he needs to tell her the antidote. Because he because I owe him my life and I will not something something because... Can't let him die. I can't let him die. If he dies, you're... Mission won't happen. Anyways. Yeah, and this is where off screen he tells her the remedy to the poison. Mm-hmm. Sex. Then we cut to Kaguru. Uh, Kaguru actually gets kidnapped by the purple man. Again, oh. another demon kidnapped oh, Jeez Louise. Strings her up, and uh, we just see a nice close up of purple guy uh, sucking and getting his fingers all nice and moist, and then putting him up to Kiguru's uh, sweet spot. And uh, yet another rape scene in this movie that Omar picked. <laughs> hey, good job, Omar. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So then, for me, I, as, as long as I don't have to describe those scenes, I'm okay. No, I'll take care of it for you, buddy. Okay, yeah. So from here, Jubei has some special instinct abilities and is able to find her <laughs> He just throws his sword into a shadow and is like, yeah. that's where he is. Yeah. So he just he's ba- yeah he's basically fighting the shadow and then he takes one fatal stab at it and just gets him first try. And this is where Kiguru says, "You can take my body." And Jubei's like, "What? Humana, humana, what?" He just walks off. Huh? And uh, no, well she's she's like, "The old man told me the only way to cure your poison is if you sleep with me." And Jubei's like, "Huh?" And he kind of gets close to her, holds her a little bit, and then just walks away like a badass Ronin. And leaves her naked. Poor girl. She really loves him. She has. There's a lot of shots of her like wantingly staring at him. Mm -hmm. And this is where Jubei then runs off, and they're slowly getting closer to Gamma. All of them, and he is then ambushed by the guy with the strengths, (laughs) who I keep forgetting. (laughs) The the Jim Henson. Yeah. So then there, there. The guy with the string pretty much has Jubei locked up. He's gonna be—he's gonna kill him, but then he see a rat bounces into the room. And he electrocutes him a little yeah. bit too, right? So yeah, he straight up returning the Jedi's him. And it, it shows Jubei just taking a beating again. He's got like a high tolerance. He's like, time. "Father, help me!" Then the rat comes in and blows everything up, which, like I mentioned earlier, had that little scar. So you're like, because we, even me, I forgot about that. And then when I saw it, I was like, wait a minute. Well, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, sister. Sister all along. Sister. <laughs> that was two Return of the Jedi yeah. uh, references within a minute. Thank you, Omar. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> so from here, uh, we have Kiguru running off by herself because she notices the the men of her village coming towards her on uh, horses, but she realizes not them. It's actually Gamma using some type of body morph ability to yep. look like their leader. Where he's a, what's that Pokemon that is it Ditto? Ditto. Yeah. Mm, he's like Ditto. So then that is basically an ambush on Kiguru, and then she is stabbed through the stomach, chest. Yeah. And 
she's kind of left there to die. This is where we find Gamma's true form, which uh, we're led to believe that he is immortal because he somehow had power over every cell in his body so that he could rejoin body parts that were cut off. Yeah. Yet, for some reason, he has an Iron Man arm. So how come he couldn't get that other arm? It went, yeah, it went, like, all the way up. Uh, or was it, yeah, it, but it doesn't come into play much, right? No one it mentions it. Like, no no one says, like, oh, fuck, it's, like, 1800 Japan, and you have an Iron Man arm. Mm-hmm. Thick neck motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So then Jubei goes off to let Kigeru go into the afterlife, and they yeah. get one last final She's kiss. like, I wish I could have slept with you. And Jubei's like, straight. Yeah, gives her a kiss at least, yep. and then Kigeru, which is supposedly a cure enough. Yeah, Kigeru gives Jubei her Sailor Moon headband. <laughs> yeah, and this then goes Rambo mode. Yeah, he straight up rips off his sleeve, makes a bandana out of it, and ties it around his head, just like Rambo Three. There's so much revenge and payback and vengeance in this movie. Like, I get you now. I got you. No, I got you. I'm going to get revenge because you got hurt. Now I must avenge. Sometimes the bad guys even just kill other bad guys. Yeah, it's so much of that. Like, uh, it was fun. Lots of of death. Yeah, yeah, a lot of redemption. So then from here, the final henchman uh, devil, the girl who killed her own brother, was then, I believe she was fighting Dekulon and... Through this fight, a bunch of oil and gas. He throws a bottle at her that I thought was filled with this old dude's piss. So it was alcohol then? Yeah, that was his booze he was drinking. But then Jubei comes in with a piece of fire and. Well, yeah, I think that was the setup of the whole thing, you know, because he was getting kind of wasted. Not wasted, but, you know, taking sips. He was just an old drunk guy. Yeah, yeah. Which, hey, I forgot that we didn't mention, he turned into, like, a branch. Oh, yeah, he turned into straight-up Groot earlier. Yeah, during when the Purple Man first attacked him. He was like, ha, 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 and, he couldn't and, see me. Which is also, like, a good point to where we saw, it's like, he's way more powerful than he's putting on, or he's so yeah. ancient. Like, he can straight-up turn into a tree? Yeah, hmm? he's... Oh, now I remember my thought from earlier. He just kind of reminded me like Splinter, where he was like very old, mm. but skilled still. But it's like you ain't gonna do shit. Oh, I made the funny. <laughs> that's everyone, from T- everyone needs. To, <laughs> that's from TMNT too, everybody. To, uh, Is that the one Vanilla Ice? Yep. Ninja, ninja, rap. Have you ever seen a turtle get down? This is filled to the brim. With, with references. With references. <laughs> to, and... to, to mid to late 90s movies. <laughs> so, which, this is a mid to late 90s movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, then from here, we finally get the fa- final battle between Jubei and Gamma on, their, on the sweet-ass burning ship. Yeah. It's coming down. Which is part of the plot, in the essence of the bad guys trying to get the gold so they can just defeat the government because they got more gold. There's and... some very loose plot about some other bad guy saying he was going to fight the shogunate and that he was going to take over the empire and then Gamma's like, nope, I'm going to be the top brass guy of the shadow realm or whatever. 
of, of uh, Outer World? Is that Mortal Kombat? Outer World? Outworld? Outworld, there you go. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna be Shao Kahn of this Outworld. Um, and so kills that guy, like throws him out of the boat. Yeah, Yeah. so, and, and that's where, I mean, that's the ending of the movie all takes place in that random boat. Where it's like, wait a minute, this was a ninja movie, now we're on a ship? I'm like, what the fuck is Pirates this? Pirates of the Caribbean. At one point, Jubei gets Gamma down and kind of continues to headbutt it. Headbutt him forever. Yeah, I was I was jokingly saying, is he going to headbutt him to death? And then we see he does headbutt him to death, at least for a little bit. Until but Gamma, Gamma's got the, that uh, reincarnation jelly. On he, his... He's headbutting him with the Sailor Moon Pearl. Yeah, which helped. It kind of, as he was doing it, and it was just showing a shot, it, it almost like did a close-up on that little ruby yeah. or the little yeah. red thing on it. Mm-hmm. So from here out... Well, from here he the, came sh- back. The, ship, the ship is on fire, yeah. Gamma comes back, he like has uh, Jubei nailed to the wall, mm-hmm. Jubei's got his, it's been shown throughout the movie that he has a little string that he holds onto that's connected to his sword that he can kind of yeah. just whip it back. Whips it back, chops off Jubei's arm to release him, and then from there a river of melted gold yes, swarms in. The melted gold. And uh, from which they were stealing. From which they were stealing, and you know, cascades down upon Gamma. It's like melting him. He turns into a fucking melty monster. Jubei tries to climb out. Then Gamma comes out as a gold sludge monster, sort of like. Pretty much how Wolverine died. In the comics. Oh, like the old man logo? Yeah. I, I didn't read those. Uh, basically, I think I think it was Adamantium. Just like he just got encrusted by just Adamantium, and he just died like this. Oh. So he became like okay. a little statue. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I don't. I have a couple of those. Was that Lo- old man Logan or was that Logan the End series? I don't know. What? Yeah, all right. Anyway, so so like the Tar Zombie from Return of the Living Dead, except a gold-eyed version. Mm-hmm. Gamma reaches up, blah, blah, blah. Jubei chops that arm off, floats down into the ocean. We see a bunch of gold float down. He he floats down to the bottom of the ocean like Megatron. Um, we have Jubei leaving the ship. Yeah, from here, uh, he meets back up with Dekuan. There, He kind of insinuates that the kiss he had with Kigura cured him, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. But he just... He's kind of just done with Dekawan, so he kind of yeah. just takes a slice at him, De- steals his gold brick. That yeah, Dekawan says, when we get to Edo, I'll pay you your money. And instead, he just, like, chops a little yeah, bit of his like, hand off you. and is like, that's my payment, son of a bitch. And see, the movie started off with uh, Jubei kind of being noble and not caring about the whole gold thing. And at the end, he's doing another noble thing where it's just like, screw you, this is payment enough that you're not getting paid, old yeah. man. Yep. Which Daquan was Daquan 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 we we, we Dekoman the new Digimon we destroyed every single name in this I was just calling him Kikoman for most of the episode which is made in Wisconsin Walworth Wisconsin yeah it's true I know stuff anyhow the movie <laughs> ends with uh, our Ronin walking a lonely path down a deserted road just as it began. I would have loved it if he was uh, eating a rice ball. That would, yeah. dude. That rice ball looked pretty tasty. Because he didn't eat since that first rice ball. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot True. of energy he expelled. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, uh, out of five stars, let's give our final thoughts. Omar, you go first. 
Well, the keep in mind now you gave Return of the Living Dead five. That has no connection to this movie. Good though. point. Mm. Now, my uh, I do love a movie with good henchmen, mm-hmm. and when they're like elevated henchmen. Now this had eight, or essentially seven, seven. elevated henchmen. Allah, you know, I referenced to it a lot, but Metal Gear Solid 3, it was probably influenced by this. I didn't look into that, but... I think RoboCop, there was also seven henchmen that RoboCop had to go through. That'd be, that's a crazy coincidence. But, I, you know, I just love uh, when henchmen get their shine and then the bad guy, uh, the main bad guy is like the boss fight at the end, or these are all like mini boss fights. Jubei, great character. The story was a little, eh, like the bad guys want the money, okay, to overthrow the government. But uh, I, I read that it, it did, they did keep it to that era, what was happening, and then what AJ was talking about earlier. The the movie, I mean, the, the, sex, the sexual stuff, I can deal with all that, I guess, like not condoning it but i'm also not like putting it to the side or not even <laughs> omar for rock monster rape the animation was awesome the music was awesome the the sound everything i mean i i'm like between four and a half five like i i, I love this movie I, I love it and again another one where if you watch it when you're young and then you watch it when you're old you appreciate it for different things and this time around i appreciate it for uh, the humor, I kind of compared it to that One Punch Man humor mm-hmm. where it's almost like it just passes you by. You don't pick up on it. But then when you do, you're like, these guys, they, they're clever. They're clever. Yeah. There's something on their mind. They got a weird sense of humor. So, four and a half, five. I mean, again, this was my choice. Thank you guys for watching it. You know, I don't know how you feel. but or, Yeah, I'd say the same, 4.5. Or five. I really like it. Yeah, I would definitely watch this again many times. Even I thought it was cool. All the action was great. I, I, I didn't mind. I didn't dislike any character. I thought they all had a solid purpose. I thought they were all interesting. I liked. I also liked all the henchmen. Uh, the I if I had to pick worst character, it'd probably be the wasp guy. Just (laughs) because he went out like a hoe. But yeah, all all the henchmen were cool. They all had their special abilities. It was well thought out. Um. Like, what you were thinking, like, what you were saying, uh, I forget the part, but you're just, like, kind of thinking, like, how can these, like, storyboard people even create this idea? Yeah. It's just, those things are very interesting, and uh, overall, I thought it was a really cool movie. I'm glad you picked it. I will also give this movie a 4.5. This movie, I don't know, I don't know how, Omar, you saw this so early, I don't remember going to Blockbuster and seeing anything like this on the shelves. It was. It was in the special interest section. Yeah. <laughs> like next, next like like door. next to like a clockwork orange and like other no, fucked up no. movies. No, no. It or? was next to like the wrestling tapes and the Evangelion yeah. oh, tapes okay. and uh, like all that. I for some reason I don't know. I, I I'm more stuck when it was anime and I was younger, I'm more stuck to the mecha genre oh, stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like you know, Gundam I, I knew a lot all. of Gundam and, and stuff like that. Endless Waltz was one of my favorite, you know, fucking flicks of that time. Um, I really want to catch this movie on Blu-ray because I think the animation would look like really cool. And we watched it, you know, it was okay resolution. We got the gist of it. But I think on high res, this movie would look fucking amazing. And 
I'm all about blood when it comes to movies, mm-hmm. and this movie oh, had yeah. a had a lot had a ton of spring yeah. gushing blood, so that always makes me happy. The action was amazing. The animation was amazing. Um, you like Jubei a lot. Um, I would say the old man character is kind of annoying. It's kind of tropey. It's a guy you see yeah. like a lot in these sort of movies. Yep. Um, not that that's like, oh, this sucks, but like, it's just a character you see a lot and it's kind of stale. Um, but yeah, I think, I think the powers and the animation and, and the blood and, um, you know, uh, uh, how the movie progressed, the battle scenes were all great. And that's what the movie's really about. I mean, it's not really going to be about, oh, the plot of how, who traces this gold from where to where. It's like, no, we're going to have eight bad guys and you got to fight the eight bad guys yep. you know so for that i give it a lot of props good animated flick definitely watch it again maybe get the blue yeah i i feel bad for not mentioning the blood splatter throughout the movie i thought that was amazing mm-hmm. now maybe uh, with us being american maybe we didn't pick up on what might be japanese sexual tension which was jubei and kagiro and yeah, like, like they, they should have sex because of this, for this reason, but they will not. Or he's so noble that, I guess, but we were, I mean, it would make someone uncomfortable. I would love to recommend this movie, but it's hard to recommend it unless you're an anime fan. That's why I like. Uh, That's yeah. seen this type of shit before where yeah. you're not just like. Oh, you sick fuck. What is this? Yeah, I know. It's just like, they'll turn it off. Like, I'd have to have, like, let's say I'm in a relationship with a female. Mm-hmm. I'd have to give that relationship a solid six months to a year, like, of getting to know me before I break out a movie like six this. Six years. Six years. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're both 40, and I'll be like, hey, want to watch Ninja Scroll finally? It's over. <laughs> they really got to know you. the ring at yeah, you. Yeah, it's been th- we've been married 30 years. I show her Ninja you Scroll. Fuck. We had children. <laughs> yeah, how could you do this to me? So this is what you were secretly watching. Oh, you you monster. Yeah, it's not that bad, though. <laughs> we're that, making, definitely making no, out the I've, same, like, Okay, I mean, these guys probably know, but I've seen way worse stuff than this. Oh, yeah, everyone has. Like I said, Legend of the Overfiend, now that's fucked. Look that up, everyone. Look that up, everyone, if you want to see some really fucked up monster shit. Bring your mom. I I saw Black Swan with my mom. That was upsetting. Really? (laughs) Yeah. You see any, like, you guys ever see really, like, uncomfortable movies with your folks? No. Yeah. Well, I that's just me. I don't find it uncomfortable. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I Black Swan was good, but when it got to, like, Mila Kunis and Natalie Portman, I was like, mm, I feel a little weird. Yeah. No, my parents no. weren't big, like, movie people, so. Oh. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Okay, guys. This has been Slob Cinema with AJ, Omar, and Eddie. We just talked about Ninja Scroll. And I'm Omar. And I'm Eddie. And I'm AJ. Bye-bye. Later. I made the funny! Ha 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 ha!